Mark Byer and Shane Allen here. Hey, Mark. Welcome to the Banner Loop Podcast. What a good pod. We did half a podcast and then realized that we didn't hit record on it, so. Oh, man. That was some good stuff, too. Oh, man. Oh, we said we were trashing. Trashing Terry Clifford. But you <laughs> missed it. Uh, yeah, it's really tough for to come up with jokes uh, for Terry Clifford. So. Yeah, so but you guys Wait. missed it, and I'm sorry. Can't but... do it now. Can't do it again. Obviously, so you missed it. Well, Shane, I talked about my life. What about what's going on with you? I saw you got a bunch of real estate uh, uh, thingies, uh, <clears throat> certificates. Yeah, not to shit talk my real estate team, the Anthony Butera team. Uh, if you need to buy or sell a home, please, please message me. Please, Brady, please come on. Um, but our end of the year party <clears throat> was at TC Hooligans in Greece. And if you like, come on, guys, come on. You know what I mean? What more do you want from a real estate team? That's where we chose to go for our holiday party. We are trash people just like you. You know, some of these other real estate teams out here, they're going, you know, to, nice plot i don't even know what a nice place in rochester is that's how fucking white trash <laughs> they're i going am going to the melting pot yes is that they're still a thing city city grill sure Tur- turnados right oh hey 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 that's <clears throat> fancy um here's how white trash my family is sidebar my mom won't stop talking about the pizza at comedy of the carlson and she keeps on asking me if they deliver or if she can just go there to order food and my mom's about to start buying tickets to comedy shows to get the pizza and leave the frozen pizza she's into it in a big way all right she needs to just get hooked up with uh with what is it swan's delivery or <laughs> whoever delivers to the worst restaurants in the t- in town I'm gonna I'm gonna tell Market Polito over there at Carlson to book me more because I can guarantee he's gonna make fifty dollars every time I go because my mom will get the pizza, buy two tickets, and leave. And then he can fill those seats again. Um but anyways, speaking, yeah, so our our, our team had our year end party and our first ever um like team award ceremony. And so I got I got some award. I got three awards. Um, I got the People's Choice Awards. Um, I got uh, sorry, I've been drinking a lot of wine. Uh, I got the most five star reviews of any realtor on the Whoa, team. Oh, hey, thank you. I got uh, the pace, Patience is a Virtue Award for the longest transaction. This I had uh, I had a deal that took over a year and a half to close. <clears throat> so that was insane. <laughs> The it's one like that's a bad thing. It's it's nobody's fault but the lawyers. The lawyers were terrible, and I won't say, I won't call them out here, but they were clearly not ready and prepared to do a real estate transaction that involved a trailer. So it turns out there's a whole lot of rigmarole that goes down with the DMV that they no fucking idea what they're doing. Anyways, uh, the one that's questionable, Mark, and I want to talk to you about is I got the most likely to be the next Matt Reif award. <laughs> so are these, hold on. Yeah. Every year, well, Lily doesn't coach soccer anymore, but when she did coach soccer, 
every year she came up with these uh, paper plate awards. Is yeah. this the uh, professional equivalent of the paper plate awards? Like, did somebody just make these up for everybody? Well, the funny thing is, uh, I made up most of them about uh, two years ago when I pitched this idea. Like, hey, this would be a fun little idea. Um, so I ended up winning a bunch of awards that I came up with. I did not come up with the Matt Rife one. The okay. team came up with that one. Um, but there was different, there was tiers, right? There was ones that were like legit, they handed out actual trophies to people that had like the most homes sold and most volume, which is whoever made, you know, the most money and stuff like that. Mine were printed out and put into frames in the dollar store. So yeah. to give you an idea of where I'm at, but and I, I appreciate the Cheshire. I don't think that they know really what is currently going on with Matt Rife. <laughs> I think that they may have made this award a few months ago and then just never went back to change things around. Or they're you got just the Chris DeLeo Award. <laughs> Wait a tick. Got the, got the William B. Cosby, Cosby Award. award. Recognition. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really know who exactly came up with it. So I haven't gotten down to the bottom of what exactly they think it means. Or if like if they think I'm like gonna go viral or like I'm gonna have like a big surgence in my comedy career. <clears throat> or it just means that I'm gonna I need new teeth. Like if that's what they're saying. You're gonna like have sex with a fifty year old. I I talk about Matt Rife enough. Where my algorithms picked it up and they just feed me Matt Reif articles. Like all the Matt Reif clickbait comes to me. So much of any clip I see of him, it's just he's got so many inside jokes and somehow they all lead to him having sex with a sexy 48 year old. He's like, got everything's be. like, oh, did you bring me cookies? Oh, you bait! <laughs> you he's on stage doing this. Oh, Did you, you give me some of the McDonald's cookies and cream pies? Oh, you you got that? Oh, did you bait your underwear red? Oh, <laughs> you're everything. You're oh, going you, full man at Scalzo with your impression. <laughs> did you? Did you do it when they dropped their own Quaalude <laughs> in their glass? <laughs> Why? Oh, so as Matt Rife is amazing. That's so good. So I'm at the airport and this lady pulls out her bag. And I'm like, that bag's not going to fit. Nope. <laughs> it's always the best. Forget about it. <laughs> so this this old broad pulls down her, her britches and I'm, when I'm telling you she's got an Audi, it looks like an old bag. <laughs> she's got a pussy full of <laughs> ricotta. You know when uh you know when you go to Wegmans and uh you get one of them paper bags? <laughs> I can't, that's all bag related. I no, can't. Sebastian Maniscalco has moved on from the bag humor. I don't think so. I know you don't want to believe it, but I've only watched one clip of Smash Pascal's. It was about a bag, and that's all I got in my head. Um, so yeah, I guess I'm the next Matt Rife. Um, so just to to catch everybody up about going on with Matt Rife, he's getting canceled because he made like a really hacky uh, women beating joke. He also um, a girl came out and they started a group text. Apparently, he was dating eight women at the same time. 
How is that uh, cancelable? The dating multiple women at the same time? Yeah. I don't think I don't think any of this is, is him being actually canceled. None of this oh, yeah, is that's like, the wrong word. This is just all good promotion for him. Well, he's messed up. He is messed up <clears throat> because and I haven't even watched it for, for but from what I understand, he he's made his money and everything he's doing by being um a weird dude that looks like he has the he's got like his jawline is like like the what's the fat in your face that everybody's getting removed? Cheeks. The cheek fat. He's got the cheek fat removed. He like the ladies find him very attractive, very handsome boy. Mm-hmm. And these these yeah, these older ladies love the dude. Like the dude sold out was it Delago? He sold I don't know. He sold out a pretty big room like he sold out times over. Everywhere in the country. These women are so horny for him. And finally, he he gets his special, right? He gets his Netflix yeah. special or whatever it's going to, you know, wherever it's airing. And he's like, oh, I got to use this special as an opportunity to go basically against my audience. He's like trying to get dudes audience now. Like his whole special is about getting the dude audience. And it's like, you have such a good thing going, my man. You're mm-hmm. getting all the anal you could possibly want. <laughs> giving all the anal you could possibly want and then also selling out stuff why would you go anti-lady on this why would you go try to get like a young dude audience you don't have to be uh andrew schultz or whatever yeah i know i'm the next bet rife but i've not been following his career uh very well but it doesn't seem like what everybody got addicted to was the crowd work clips we but nobody ever saw his actual stand-up and yeah. to build a special, he's not like pulling this shit out of nowhere. This was the jokes he was doing in between that crowd work. You know what I mean? So I don't think this changes anything to him. If anything, it makes him. It's going to make him more popular because he's he's blowing up now. He's getting more and more eyes on this stuff. And the, what do the ladies love more than anything? A bad boy. He's a bad, bad boy. Bad boy. If anything, he has helped himself out because he's weeding out all of these like libtard ladies that would never schlobbish knob, you know? (laughs) What he's getting is these hardcore Republican girls that are just like, yeah, fuck. Would say whatever you want to me, spin my face, punch (laughs) me in my tit. I don't give a shit. I love you, Matt. So yeah, I think I think he's doing good things. All right, and speaking of libtards, <laughs> if I may for a second, yeah, to that Buffalo Bills Kansas City game. Sure, I think they a little something about that. Yeah, what was the 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 jack off that was so offsides? <laughs> so like his back foot was offsides. I don't even know is Tony his last K- name. Kadarius Tony. Yeah, so young young Joka. Yeah, it's his rap name. So. Everybody's talking about how amazing that play was where Travis Kelsey catches it is about he's got two defenders in front of him and then sends it back to Tony and like does like a backwards, not a lateral pass, but a backwards pass back to Tony. And then he runs into the end zone and gets called back for the offsides. Everybody's just talking about how amazing it was. It's like, yeah, I people can do amazing things when they're cheating. 
<laughs> they're yeah okay you did an amazing thing cheating during he had a whole fucking two steps ahead that he would then then uh, ahead of the defender on it he could have just not been in that position if he was in the correct spot it's such a weird argument because like i mean I don't think it actually ended up affecting the play because there was so much other shit that went on before the actual toss to him. Um, well, from what I understand, and you'll see it in the games, like when the wide receivers like put their arm down, they look to the side, like the referees will literally tell them, they yeah, ask, you're on side. Well, they ask the refs, hey, am I good? This guy's so fucking stupid that he just <laughs> didn't do it. And it's like, if there's an important time to do it. Yeah. How about the time you're driving to try to win a game? He's just a, he's he is a dumb man. He's a dumb <laughs> man. But everybody's freaking out about it. Like, oh, they never call this. They've called it like they've called it a bunch of times this season, trying to crack down on it. And yeah, it's insane that the Kansas City Chiefs fans are like, you should be able to get a head start. You know who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, what do you, what do you mean? It's an imaginary line. Well, and also look, if the Bills have to lose a game <laughs> some fucking idiot was the 12th man on the field during the last the end field or like a field goal to to win the game or tie the game then they can win a game for doing it this way too you know go fuck I, yourselves i feel like sean mcdermott should give Kadarius tony twenty thousand dollars because that man saved his goddamn job oh yeah like it, it felt like after the best one we were just like All's good, man. Oh, whatever. Al Qaeda. I get it. I get it, dude. What are you gotta do to win, coach? Welcome back, you know. Shane, we gotta get to some news, but first we have to remind people we have the roast battle coming up in Montage Music Hall. Yes, we do. And that is January twenty-fifth. Twenty-fifth. Tickets are just Ten dollars in advance. They're gonna jump up to fifteen bucks at the door. So get them in advance. You can be ages sixteen or older to get into the show. I don't know what teenagers are listening to this godforsaken podcast, but if you're yeah. sixteen and you're listening to this, you can come to this sh- this show. You can come. You can Pull come up. to this show. Uh, I'm gonna post. A, I just posted the bracket. By the time you listen to this, so you can see all the sixteen comics that are competing. It's going to be insane. We've got some real heavy hitters on this one. And uh, a lot of people just have told me, like, I, I'm hoping to get my feelings hurt. So, wow. Well, a lot of heavy hitters, but I also saw just like a lot of losers, too. Which you want. Plenty of losers, which is good. You want a good mix of heavy hitters and losers. You want you want losers on there for the heavy hitters to just devour is what you we want. Get like. We also have like eight dudes named Mike. So <laughs> well, do with that what you invited will. white people, Shane. <laughs> There's plenty of blacks. <laughs> and we got a Puerto Rican guy. Oh, uh, Michael Cologne. <laughs> <laughs> no. Diff- the other one. <laughs> the other one. We only got two. <laughs> yeah. Well, good. That's going to be good. And then we got you, your, uh, the rock cinema. Um, yeah, Rocks and Mike. Mike, Wednesday nights, and then we have the New Year's Eve 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 show, last Friday of the month showcase show. So far, we've got uh, Rachel Days on there, and good news to the funniest people that I know, 
and you should get to know them too at the Rock Cinema Showcase Showdown. Oh, so I guess I'm the one of the three funniest people you know, Shane. I know a lot of funny people, Mark. Wow, wait, how low on this list am I? They're not. There's no. It's not like a MySpace you top said eight. The two funniest people you know. I said two of the of the funniest oh. people I know. Okay. And who'd you, you want else? me to rank you? Rachel Dolezal is also <laughs> going to be there. I wish I knew her. She seems fucking hilarious. Dude, have you been? I don't know why I'm connecting these two, but have you been looking at the Astacio Instagram? You know what? I have. I only seen one clip because my little brother sent it to me and just sent the link and then didn't say anything about it. <laughs> There's no commentary. There was no was hey, the check workout this out. one. No, no, not that. There's workout vids. All right, oh, I, gotta, I gotta subscribe. There's it. She's thirsty, the, dude. She's she's thirsty. It is. I mean, by workout, I mean like I'm looking at her boobs go up and down as she's running on a treadmill. That's all it is, dude. She if she started OnlyFans, she would clean up. Oh, she'd be called the judge. Should be judging things, you know, yeah, gaveling. Yeah. Too small. Too yeah. small. You're too small. <laughs> too wide. <laughs> oh, my God. She'd make so much freaking money. Just the porn Goldilocks. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Just right. This one's too hot. <laughs> this one's too runny. Uh. Porn Goldilocks. Yeah, get on that Astacio train. <laughs> that, I mean, that's that's <laughs> gonna be a video, sure. All right, so um, pitch meeting. We got uh, for the interlude podcast. We go through a bunch of Rochester stories, and um, um, we'll, we'll do a couple. Then we'll go to the Patreon side of the episode, Patreon.com/slash Interlude Podcast. It's just four bucks a month, and uh, subscribe there. You help us out, and I don't know, get to get more podcasts. All right, Jay, okay. what do we got? Um, Let's get into the news. What do we got for our first news story? Mark, let's get right into it. Rochester got hit with a very high honor this past week. We were named the number two friendliest city in these United States. The number two friendliest city in the United States. It's one of those ones, as we talk about these a lot, where it's like, um, where the fuck did this come from? Uh, what are the you know what are the standards of this? Yeah. So this is out of. Oh my god. Undenestraveler.com. Dude, I don't fucking know what the fuck that means. This looks like it's a French website. There's like <sighs> to get on the news in Rochester. To get on the news in Rochester, you have to mention us, murder someone, <laughs> donate a hundred thousand dollars to a charity, mm -hmm. kill a giraffe, mm -hmm. or yeah, just mention our name in a list. Who's got the spiciest food in New York State? And everybody will pick it up. And it can be from Al-Qaeda.com. Al-Qaeda.SeanMcDermott.com <laughs> Thanks for talking my new website. 
Yeah, if you just have a vaguely professional-looking website and you just have Rochester, New York, for some reason these news organizations have some type of like algorithm or some type of program that scans the entire internet for mentions of Rochester, New York, and they will run with whatever you got. Yeah. So this is Condenest <laughs> Traveler dot com, and this is what they said about Rochester. And I want Mark, you've lived here for yeah. a very long time. I've lived here for a long. Let's let's see. Does this make any sense? Rochester number two. While you may, God damn it, with their ads, fuck Condenast. While you may be tempted to zoom past Rochester on their way to the Finger Lakes, first of all, already poor grammar. This feels like it was written by AI. The third largest city in New York begs travelers to linger for a while with its historical sites, restaurants, and incredible museums. Incredible. But one of the city's greatest assets is its friendly population. And here's where it takes a turn. As you stroll past happy residents hanging out on their front porches or (laughs) chatting with neighbors on the sidewalk, you may be tempted to make this a, a permanent relocation. All right. That's it. Tell me you've never been to Rochester without telling me you've never been to Rochester. I, what vacation were you on here, Scandinavian traveler, <laughs> where you strolled past anybody that was resembling happy? Wait, are you saying oh. candy ass traveler? It sounds it's, like a rock, <laughs> like insult. I'm not a good pronunciator. We've we've figured this out, but this is it's spelled C O N D E with the apostrophe over it, and then N A S T Traveler. Oh, uh, Nast, which sounds like communist traveler. Communist traveler thinks of number two. I've never seen anybody hang on their front porch, unless they are passed out drunk. If the the neighborhoods where a lot of people are hanging out on the front porch, that's like uh that that's a neighborhood where people get shot in, right? <laughs> I was gonna say, when you saw somebody chatting with their neighbor on the sidewalk, what I think you saw was one of our famous drug deals. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's what you saw. That was Percocet and fentanyl being exchanged. Yeah. Did you see like a volunteer offering them Narcan or did you see them immediately <laughs> go to a, a heroin safety zone? Um, yeah, I don't I, I don't know. I didn't really dig into what the criteria is, but I think we can all agree that we're not very friendly here. Or it's just the same amount of friendliness anywhere else. Like, what the fuck are these people talking about? What does that mean? Like, what the fuck are they talking about? Having said, like, I'm thinking like the city is not very friendly. When I lived there, I did not feel friendliness. I remember one time I was sitting on my porch. I was living like um, right next to the inner loop. I was I was sitting on my front porch. I was not conversing with anybody, and I did not want anybody to converse with me. I was just sitting on my front porch. I was eating uh, carrot sticks, and uh, a man that was on, who knows, something. Four o'clock, just was walking past. And he like pointed at my fence and then looked at me and he just said safe and then walked away. And I was like, actually, I don't feel safe. I do not. This fence between <laughs> us is not cutting it anymore. I I parked like on on street parking. I parked in front of 
I was like visiting a friend and I parked on the street, which is for everybody. And as I was getting out of my car to some guy in his porch gets up and goes, uh, you you park there. I I break window. <laughs> and I'm like, I was just like, what? And he's like, I, I break your window. And I went, I guess I'll park somewhere else. Then, if that's the case, I didn't know this. This parking spot was the one where you this guy breaks your window. But wild. All right. Let's go to the Patreon side of the episode. Patreon.com slash interlude podcast. It's four bucks a month. All right. Bye, poor people. Shane, do you got a, another news story? Uh, Yeah, I guess it's just kind of an update. Didn't touch on the story because usually these end pretty depressing. But there was an RIT student that went missing during the Thanksgiving week. You know, you saw this, Mark? Yeah. Usually when this happens, I get I get hit up on the interloop. Hey, share this, share this. You know, we need to find him. And I never do it. Maybe I'm make, that makes me a bad person. I just feel like there's so many people missing all the time in Rochester. It would just really... And, like, when people ask me to do that, I'm like, you know that I'm... I'm running a satire blog, right? People are going to think the opposite of what this is. They're going to think that this person is safe at home. Has has never been more found. <laughs> They're like, oh, this guy exposed himself on a bus? What does this mean, Interloop? But uh, so there was an RIT student, 22 year old uh, man named Matthew Grant. He went missing last month. Uh, been all over the news, been all over my feeds, people looking for him. Uh, he's an RIT student. Don't I mean I I don't think I've seen any updates of how or you know anything like that. I just know that there was some weirdness about his uh, he left without his cell phone mm. um, or wallet and didn't tell anybody's plans at the time. I think they like spotted his car through the throughway cameras at some point, just out of town or something like that. But now he's like, I guess he okay. So here's the tweet from Jackie Napier. Um, he was found in Pennsylvania. Mark tells Matthew had no idea what was happening on his behalf. Okay. I don't know what that means. He didn't, he didn't know that there was a big hubbub about him missing. I guess that, yeah, that makes sense. I, I mean, I'm not trying to go after this kid, but like at this point in society, you, you leave somewhere without your cell phone. Mm-hmm. That's like serial killer tendencies there. I don't know. And cell phone and wallet. Yeah, come on. Come on, dude. Maybe he's... Well, I'm glad they found him. Glad they found the serial killer. Is, uh... All right. So I'm, I'm just reading. I'm sorry. I'm just reading about like this police chief that's just bragging about how they walked for 3.5 miles on a trail looking for this kid. Okay, cool. Yeah, you, well, you did your job. You did your job, bro. Cool. Why don't you go eat some chili or something, whatever you guys do. Yeah, I don't like when uh, police officers are disgruntled about having to do their literal job. I don't know. I, like, yeah. like we've talked about it before when our cars got broken into and the cops come and they're just like, what are you, a fucking idiot? Like this is the one time in my life I've ever called you, right? Mm-hmm. 
How about you fucking find my My Chemical Romance CD, bitch? Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be more that comes out about the story. Because, like, they're saying his Jeep was spotted off the New York State Thruway near Syracuse the night of his disappearance. And then nobody knew what happened. I don't know. I don't know, man. I, yeah, I'm glad he's safe and back with his family and everything. Like I said, like, this stuff usually ends pretty tragically. So that's, that's a good note to end up with that guy. You're still rocking that gold chain, huh? Yeah. That's lasted a long time. Yeah, I paid like 20 bucks for this. Nice. I, 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 I wear it now strictly because my I my toddler, if he needs something to grab on. Arlo, it's either he's gonna ruin all of my shirts, give me that bacon neck, or he can just pull this gold chain. I've just become a dog. He just pulls on this all day. Highly recommend it. New parenting tip. Dog collar. Um, do you have any, any other stories? Because I got something here for you. Hit me with it. All right. I have coming up to the new year, five brand new laws that will be hitting hitting the law books January 1st, 2024. You ready for this? This is all just is in it? New York State. Okay, in the state. Okay. New okay. law. Who new law? Who this? God damn it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we fucking suck. No, thank you. First one. How do you who this? <laughs> this is My our bill. This is our Bill Maher. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck new rules. Do la who this? All right. <laughs> Colleges in New York State will be required to post campus crime statistics on their website and to investigate hate crimes. The institutions will also be responsible for informing students about how they plan to prevent hate crimes. New law. Who this? New law. Who this? <laughs> so are, I'm guessing they aren't going to release the names of the people that did the crimes. So that's what people really want to know. Is that what it is? It sounds like they're just putting the stats out there, like, "Hey, and uh, here's your uh, here's your monthly recap here at MCC. We had eight rapes, ten molesters, <laughs> twelve parking tickets. Come on, guys, get it together, and a murder." Also, I don't know, man. If I was, I'm an 18 year old, and I'm going into a college in New York State. I'll, I'll be honest, I do not give a shit about the institutions informing me about how they plan to prevent hate crimes i'm looking to butt chug some keystone baby that's what i'm looking for that's a good yeah that's a good call if you yeah if you can search the statistics and see like you know we had a bunch of you know partying complaints noise complaints you're looking for that you're looking for you know pissing outside public urination that's what yeah. they call that one Not i want to know the statistics of how many frat boys got so drunk that they landed face first into a pile of their own vomit and died? Because that's who I want to yeah. party with, baby. If I know SUNY schools, and I do, because I've been to a lot of them, this is quickly going to become a competition to see who can put up better numbers. Yeah, you know? who can do the best hate crimes? Uh, we Yeah, we're the best party school ever. Did you see SUNY Brockport's DUI numbers? Yeah. Uh thank you. 
All right, next round for New York State of who new law who dis new law who dis <laughs> lifeguards at pools, beaches, and children's camps can be fifteen years old if they're directly supervised. That starts January first. That's a lower number than we're used to. New fifteen year olds are new. Uh, the it's a it's low. It's lower age. All right, so I guess. I'm out. Uh, I'm not going to be lifeguarding for again. It was already, it was weird when I was doing it because I was lifeguarding with like 16 year olds. Now it's even weirder. I was thinking about going back into the game because like I've seen Why do you how do nine jobs all the time, Shane, what, what's broken in you? Cause I've, I'm never going to retire. So I'm just going to work until I'm dead. No, I just, i the YMCA one is because I want to get Arlo, my son, into the YMCA programs, and they're expensive as shit. So I was thinking, I get a free membership if I work there. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I pick up some pool shifts. But you're telling me I got to work for 15 year olds. Yikes! I'm yeah. out. I yeah. knew. I rem- I still remember me at 15. Oh, I I would drown me. I would drown me so hard. And here's the thing: drowning me at 15, he would be like. Hard. Yeah. <laughs> hard, hard. <laughs> All right. Next for new law. Who this? <laughs> new law. Who this? You know what? If we had a bet like this, we'd still be on the radio together. You know that. 100%. Right? 100%. All right. I don't know what. Do you know what this is? Because this seems real estate and the NYCHA. NYCHA. Yeah. yeah. The New York. College house owners, <laughs> yes, house abductors. The New York Crack Horse Association. Well, the New York Crack Horse Association will have oh, to shit give... horrors with a W. Fuck, <laughs> we'll have to give tenants written notice about water outages and when water is not safe for drinking or cooking. Well, Wait, is. don't don't give me a written notice. Please call me. Please don't write a cur- like a manuscript, like a cursive letter to me that, hey, don't drink the water. Please shoot me a text. Yeah, that's the that's probably the worst way to get a message to anybody right now. It's written notices. I feel like that's how people get it, like their eviction notices, and people just don't even notice that. That's yeah. That's I guess that's where I maybe it's just another thing that landlords are going to have to. Another way to try to get landlords in trouble for the stuff because a lot of the times, you, you know, real estate investors, as we call them in the business, not slumlords, they they put the water, um, they keep the water in their name, but the bill gets pushed to these, you know, the tenants and everything like that. So I don't know. I, I don't know what the advantage would be to them to be like lying about the water being safe to cook yeah uh now this one doesn't affect us too much for new law who dis uh the minimum wage in new york city's westchester and long island will be 16 bucks um but last one for new law who dis that's the minimum (laughs) wage there now i think ours is 15 are you fucking kidding me no i gotta talk to my boss it's happening again (laughs) God damn it. Right. Hey, bucks bitch. an hour. I've been still operating on $8 an hour. We're up to 15. 
So that's 600 a week. So it's like 30K a year with yeah. with two weeks vacation. And you asked me why I have to work nine jobs a fucking... God damn it. I got to talk to my boss. This is bullshit. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm such a bad negotiator. But not with homes. <laughs> Last one for new law who dis. This has to be an ongoing segment. We're going to pitch this to Judge Asasio's yeah. OnlyFans. New law who It's the only way it could be. Non public schools will have to provide free menstrual products. Hmm. So public schools were already doing it. Yeah. Now they're requiring private schools to do it. Yeah. I mean, Come on, private wanna... schools. What the fuck's the matter with you? You don't want a raspberry smear on your <laughs> brand new auditorium chairs, do you? I gotta imagine they most of them are already doing it. Right? Maybe like that, I guess Catholic schools. Because I'm thinking like all girl schools. Oh boy. You gotta. Because they're all I imagine they synced all get up. lined up. Yes. All it's synced. Sync. They're all synced. Can you fucking imagine? Oh. Oh. Ooh, Nobody's participating class in that, class. That fucking new moon. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Talk about a red wave. Come on. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> like that. That's Elevator in the Shining. Did you ever get like, I mean, I'm just so like, I really love getting free stuff, but did you ever get jealous that girls get that free stuff? You know, tampoons and whatnot. Like, I wish guys got a little something, something. Like, why can't give us like a disposable flashlight in the bathroom? Yeah. Something like, you know, a little hat. A little fun. A disposable flashlight. Yeah. I mean, let me pass the time in high school. That's what Boy Scouts should do. They're always making like homemade shit. They should make homemade flashlights out of like jelly jars <laughs> or something. I think some of them were doing that. And that's where <laughs> a lot of leaders got in trouble. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a podcast, right? I love New Law Who Dis. Yeah, well, once a year we'll do it. What a good segment. Look at us. That was like a real radio bit. There it is. New, new Law Who Dis. Uh, make sure you tell people to subscribe to the Patreon. Wasn't this fun? They they missed who New Law Who Dis, you know? What a bunch of assholes those people are. Uh, people will never hear that, that, you know, first half hour of that podcast we did. Oh, boy, that was good stuff, you know? Us I was so rehashing material we've done before. Uh, I think the whole time we were just going. I think we've talked about this before, but <laughs> <laughs> that's what people like. All right, Shane. All right, Mark.